I was fascinated last week that Jerry was pounding Egg McMuffins like it was his job and dosing them with salt because he didn't care because he's 80. How about that? What better, shrimp cocktail or Egg McMuffin? Don't waste our time. It's Egg McMuffin all day. And don't get me started about those puny little cocktail rings that you buy. They're disgusting. Egg McMuffin's good anywhere. That's right. It's the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Happy uh, Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Coming to you live from Del Boca Vista, Florida, where it's a little uh, breezy today and a little damp. Uh, we're ready. It's my last show before Christmas, then uh, getting out of here for a couple of days. So I'm feeling not scrappy or punchy, but very generous. And I'm excited to bring in a lot of the uh, viewers over the next two hours here of your favorite daytime sports talk show on Game Plus Television and, of course, YouTube. Let's bring in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, the co-host and president and CEO of this whole outfit, Darren Moose uh, Dupont. How are you doing today, Moose? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, I'm doing great. Doing great. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I just want to say to the boys in the back, the guys flying the Millennium Falcon, this is probably a me problem. I'm sure that it is. But I'm trying to log in on YouTube and it keeps saying, waiting for the Rod Peterson show. Waiting for the Rod Peterson show. And uh, I can't get in. It, it does, it's not showing up live on YouTube. So it's probably just a me problem. Guys, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Ah, and uh, Jordan... Oh, they just said uh, it's a glitch on their end, not ours. So there you go. Now you know the rest of the story. Ready to talk sports? Moose, why don't you tell the folks where you're at, by the way, if you don't mind? Yeah. What did you, you thought courtroom? Uh, classroom. It's a classroom. But you were in a courtroom. Yeah. It looks like an episode of <laughs> American Justice. <laughs> I know. It looked like a, sci or a science teacher. I'm actually back home in Winyard. This is cool. And the school reached out. So I'm actually in the Winyard campus at high school. I haven't been in this building in like 15 years, 10 to 15 years. So I had the whole tour and we're doing it from the computer lab today. The next two days um, after this, Wednesday and Thursday, I'll be in the school too. So probably in the gym by then, but this is their last day of classes. So I found an empty classroom. Oh, awesome. Merry Christmas to those kids. When I left my school, my high school in my small town, I didn't want to ever go back. And I think I gave it a double, uh, you know what? Not, nothing against the teachers, nothing against the school, but I didn't like <laughs> school. And that's why I uh, went on to be a best-selling author and have a, you know, a few plaudits in this perilous trade. But school wasn't really for me. So um, it's cool that you wanted to go back to your hometown and, and do a show from the school. I've never even thought of doing that. So, um, yeah, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas where you're from. And, yeah, now that you say that it doesn't look as much like a courtroom, more like a classroom. But, yeah. Hey, coming okay. up on the program today, if, if he's still available, Frank Saravelli from Face Off Daily, the hockey show. He's breaking stories left and right. We do have breaking news. If we had the bell, we'd break it. Frank Saravelli reporting this morning that the NHL players and NHLPA have voted to not go to the Beijing games. So coming up in about 40 minutes time, Frank will be joining us to talk about his scoop. Man, he's got more scoops than Ben and Jerry. And uh, we can jump into that. See, that's why I don't plan too much for this show, Moose, as to what we're going to talk about because breaking news yeah. happens all the time. And I've, I think we said uh, since Monday, which seems so long ago, that if the NHL players don't go, uh, go it's for me, it's a, oh, well, We'll watch it anyways, but that's my take on that. And then in hour two, Jeff Reinbold, the special teams coordinator 
of the Hamilton Tiger Cats will be joining us. Can we jump into the direct or the direct direct West Director Jordan? Can we jump into the quick six show topics, please, if you don't mind? Please, thank you. Thank you. Part of the problem here is I got both earphones in and it's blowing me out again, Moose, which is fine. You see, I'm back here in Del Boca Vista, not at the beach house. So we've got strong like bull internet and uh, the sounds coming through like crazy. And by the way, as my dad said, for whatever reason, this is reminding me. My dad always said, learning ain't all in the books. You know what I mean? Isn't that so, true? Except he's around okay here. that I didn't it's, really it's like. the greatest educational facility right. of all time. He was okay that I didn't care for school that much. Anyways, so it just seems like so last night, Joe Pavelski and Essa Lindell scored on the first two Dallas shots on goal on the night, and the Stars never trailed in defeating the Minnesota Wild 7-4 in the NHL's only game. Joe Pavelski put in a backhand 131 into the game. Lindell scored shorthanded and unassisted with a shot between Cam Talbot's legs 153 later. I don't know if you saw the highlights or not, but of course Talbot got lifted and the Stars fans were chanting, we want Talbot. I don't know if you saw that at all, but it was kind of funny. Stars season high seven goals came from seven different players as Dallas improved to 11-1. and in their last 12 home games. And I got up this morning, had a notification on my phone that the NHL had completely suspended all play until after the Christmas break. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. There are two games tonight. Washington's at Philadelphia, the LA Kings, uh, sorry, the Tampa Bay Lightning are at the Vegas Golden Knights. So I'm going to roll that over into point two here. The Golden Knights are being criticized for this. They sent out a statement yesterday and it reads, Monday, the NHL announced that due to COVID and player safety protocols, the Vegas Golden Knights home game this Thursday versus the LA Kings has been postponed. A makeup date has yet to be announced. In all caps, please note that Tuesday night's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning is set to take place as scheduled. Into lowercase, we apologize for any inconvenience, but our number one priority is the health and safety of our fans and players. When I say the Golden Knights are being criticized, I read this on their Instagram and like an idiot, I went into the comments, which I shouldn't have done, but I was just feeling frisky and I did. And some of the comments that came in from the, I don't even know if they're their own fans or not, but one guy said, Tuesday's game isn't a threat, but Thursday's is. And then, you know what I mean? That's why I went in for the, the hilarity ensued from what's the difference between Thursday's game and Tuesday's game. So my point is, there's two NHL games tonight. I just said there's two NFL games tonight, the Seahawks and the Rams, the Washington football team and the Eagles. And the question I'm putting to the viewers is, should, and it's our daily poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, should the NHL and NFL be playing amid the pandemic in the current COVID environment? Now, the last I looked on Twitter, 80% saying, yes, they should. Over 80% on Twitter. I haven't seen the YouTube numbers. Clark tracks that. And we just posted it. So it's a little early to get any kind of a sample size on that. Oh, 55% saying yes, Moose. Which means, milestone math, 45% say no, they shouldn't. And my take on this is, who's the 45%? Who would possibly say they shouldn't be playing 21 months into this? But to each their own. I voted yes, they should be playing. Enough of this. They're not sick. And I've been doing all the talking here for the opening uh, seven minutes of the warm-up, so why don't you take over? What do you think about what I, all of what I've just said? 
No, I, I agree. Like, I think that they should play. I don't think that they, you know, shouldn't. Now, it's a hypocritical statement because there's, like you said, right? Thursday's a threat, but Tuesday's not a threat, right? How does that make sense in terms of, are you going to play games? But there's going to be two games in the NHL tonight, two games in the National Football League, but Thursday's games are going to be postponed. So it doesn't make sense. Here's the only sense I make of it is that, you know, from a threat point of view and spreading a virus and doing different things, I would assume that when this came down, these teams, Philly and, and Tampa, I think those are the two road teams, have already made, have already traveled, right? That's already done. So they're already in those cities. So if they're in the cities, the threat of traveling and spreading city to city, not an issue, right? They're going to do all the same things. They'll maybe make sure the fans and players have less interaction, but that's already been the case. Uh, when it comes to Thursday, those teams haven't traveled into new cities yet. So we're going to limit that travel, limit all of that. So that's the difference between Tuesday and Thursday for me. And when it comes to the NFL, the NFL is not shutting down, I don't think. And I don't, I don't expect the NFL well, they're moving to pause games. any games. Yeah, yeah moving yeah, they're games, moving games because they're not the protocol, shutting down games. Yeah. But they won't shut down. So they're going to continue to go ahead. So I vote yes. Washington and Tampa are the road teams, as a matter of fact. But here's the thing with people that are upset or players and coaches, too. The leagues don't want to do this, okay? Because here's the thing. If you're not playing, nobody gets paid. You and I aren't on the air. Nobody gets paid. We don't want to be shut down, so don't be upset at the leagues. Nobody wants this. It is what it is. I'm going to move on to Monday Night Football. It wasn't really a doubleheader, but there were two games. Daniel Carlson's 48-yard field goal as time expired sent the Las Vegas Raiders to a 16-14 win on Monday night over the COVID-19-depleted Cleveland Browns in a game pushed back two days by the NFL amid an uptake of virus cases around the league. You can see I'm, I'm trying to limit the COVID talk as much as I can, but it's pretty hard when it impacts the games to this degree and the leagues. But you can see why coaches are upset they had their third-string quarterback for Cleveland last night. Baker Mayfield's like, but I'm not sick. But you keep testing positive, so you can't play. And maybe Kevin Stefanski gets fired because the Browns, Darren, had they won, they'd be in first place. They lost. They're now in last place in the AFC North. That's the difference here. And because of COVID regulations, they may miss the playoffs and Stefanski might lose his job. And then in the other game last night, Kirk Cousins threw two touchdown passes and the Minnesota Vikings beat the struggling and shorthanded Bears 17-9. The Vikings are now 7-7, seven and seven, part of a tight pack of teams vying for one of the NFC's seven playoff spots. They were in line for their most lopsided win before Justin Fields threw a touchdown pass late to Jesper Horstead on the game's final play. The Bears officially eliminated. So before I move on to what will be a much more fun topic, and that is the NHL's most annoying fan base. And this was sent to me today, but I don't know what the survey company was. If you, I don't know where it came from. I just had the results sent to me, and that's fun. But you can see why coaches and GMs are mad. Just the Cleveland Browns are a great example. This is a game they had to have, but they didn't have their top two quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum, so they play their third-string guy, and they lose, and they might all get fired. So you can see why they I would know. be very upset in a situation like this. Well, for sure. But on the other side, you can see also why the Raiders might be upset because they were, for the most part, okay. And they wanted the game to be played Sunday. It's like, it's their fault they're all in the protocol here. It's not our fault. Play the game, right? So I get it both sides. Now the Raiders ended up coming away with the win, a big win. You're right. It has really hurt the Cleveland Browns. Um, but you've known the protocols of the protocols. 
they still had a chance in the football game down the stretch. I thought they mismanaged the final drive in the football game, you know, and gave um, Vegas too much time on the clock, you know, with a good quarterback. Derek Carr's a good quarterback, and you gave him time, and they ended up getting the, the field goal. And then the other game, you know, Minnesota, again, just can't put games and teams away. They can't. I think Kirk Cousins finished with less than 90 passing yards in the football game. Still had two touchdown passes. But I'm like, Kirk, just show me something here. This is a 7-7 seven seven team. This is a team that likely they have a really good shot at making the playoffs in the NFC. But unless Kirk Cousins can show me an ability to put teams away and actually win convincingly, it's going to be hard to have any confidence in the Minnesota Vikings. And that's tough because we know a lot of Vikings I uh, saw. So did you see the interview with Kirk Cousins? I think it was on ESPN the other day. He's like, they're like, why do you never get any credit, Kirk? And he's like, well, I've never, you know, I'm better than a quarterback that's on a three and thirteen team, but I've never been on a thirteen and three team either, right? He's like, I just, right. I got to be Alex dominant. Smith, I got to win. And yeah, Alex Smith asked him the hard question. He's like, you know, where are you? You haven't had success. What do you think? Like, and he was pretty real about it. So kudos to Kirk for being being candid. Um, to some comments because it's fun. It's fun here. Uh, they're wondering yeah. why you're in a school. He's in his hometown school, folks, just so you know. Um, Jamie in Halifax says, I've never seen a PC like the ones behind dupes. He says, it's all iPads now. No, it's all ball bearings nowadays. <laughs> Jamie goes on TV to stay. in the corner. I'll show you later. Jeff, the Stamps fan. Writes in from Calgary, says, I'm so old. My school had a computer, singular. He says, an Apple 2E from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She says, I'm so old. There were no computers at my school. Another from Jamie in Nova Scotia, Canada. He says, Rod Peterson used a Commodore PC growing up, which I did. Which I did. So what? Um, David Cooper, I don't know, what from way out of left field. You see that comment from David Cooper watching on YouTube? He says, so what planet is the CFL commissioner on? First failed in Parliament, then the XFL, which would destroy the Canadian game, and now the possibility of four downs. This guy needs to go. David, that was so last Friday. But thanks for checking in. Uh, Brett Thompson says, good morning. From Saskatoon. I'm just pausing to sprinkle in a few viewer comments as we uh, move on to the NHL's most annoying fan survey. Again, I don't know where it came from. I don't care. But producer Clark has the graphic. If you don't mind throwing it up, by a large margin, the Toronto Maple Leafs are voted the most annoying fan base in the National Hockey League. And frankly, I must agree. And I'm surrounded by them. Darren Moose DuPont and producer Clark, both Leaf fans, both Highly annoying. How about that? Number two, the Montreal Canadiens fans, the second most annoying in the NHL, which I would also go along with, but I'm just very happy and grateful that they've welcomed me when they went to the Stanley Cup final. They were great to us last year. I like them. They're just highly annoying. The cool thing about Montreal Canadiens fans, throw it back up, I'm not done, is they know they're annoying and they don't care. Leafs fans don't even know that they're that annoying which makes them the most annoying. Bingo! Third, third Boston Bruins fans, and I am not around them enough to offer a judgment on that or not. 
for, uh, for Edmonton Oilers fans, yes, highly Hot annoying. Take. Fifth, New York Islanders fans, just violent, outright violent. Stay away from them. Vancouver Canucks fans voted the sixth most annoying fan base. They're damaged. Leave them be. And then you got your Vancouver, you got your New York Rangers, you got us Golden Knights fans, which I don't think we're that annoying. Why would we? We've never even won a Stanley Cup in our entire existence. Us Golden Knights fans. How could you be upset at us? Then you see your Pittsburgh, your Philly, your Washington, Chicago. Don't be fooled by the Calgary Flames, okay, at the bottom of the list, because this is only like 17, 18 teams. There's like 14 other teams behind them, okay? So just on this curve, Leafs most annoying, Flames least annoying, but they're missing half the league. Okay, Darren, over to you, your take on that list. I can't. I can't say anything. Because if I say something, <clears throat> that's me being an annoying Leafs fan. And if I try and give some unbiased you know, analysis here. One of the things I would say is look at the top of the, that list. It's all the most popular teams in the league, right? So that's what you're going to get. The most popular teams are going to get voted on and the teams at the bottom are largely irrelevant, right? In terms of fan bases. But of course, Leafs are annoying. Oiler fans are annoying. They're all annoying. The Vegas thing, and I see why Vegas gets votes, is because you haven't won anything, but you think you're the best team in the league, right? So there's that. We um, are. Hello. <laughs> So it is. It's so much fun having surveys like this and seeing fan bases go back and forth with each other. I think that's highly entertaining. But it's funny. Like, yeah, all these so, other teams are just like yeah. a smidge better, and the Leafs are just like whoop, whopping. <laughs> but it's true. I don't know where the survey came from. I don't. But I agree with it. Is it the morning morning announcements, Darren? Ring. It is. It's echoing I in the room. I thought school was out. Unexpected. Uh, listen, to the, viewers, to the viewers, tell us who you think the most annoying fan base is in the National Hockey League. We'd love to know. Taco Time viewer takeover is open. We're not even through all of our quick six show topics. We still have to talk World Juniors. We're going to talk about the Myrtle Beach Bowl results last night and two more bowl games today, Darren, the Potato Bowl and the Frisco Bowl. We're going to talk about those. We're late for a break. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network. YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio. Round the clock we go at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.